the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, AJ Applegarth. How's it going, man? Good. Nice uh, nice little vacay uh, from last week's show. Mike, thank you for taking over. Uh, <laughs> literally... Um, I wouldn't even say last minute. I'd say, you know, 12 minutes in probably is what we were at. Uh, yeah, but yeah, maybe a little later than that. Whatever. But anyway, I mean, I figured it out. It's standard for me as it is. So no worries. With no that. problem. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we are. Um, we, we are watching the end of a first half of I think football is the game they're still playing. Real the Washington burner. Commanders and the Chicago Bears, 3-0. Oh, they score some points. Um, it's been brutal. Uh, it's been been pretty bad. There's been one big play by Khalil Herbert. Uh, You're telling turnovers. me this isn't like rugby? Because all I see is people tackling each other. Dude, no this, is, this, is, this is awful. Um, so, yeah. Um, we're just going to talk so about the rest of the games this coming weekend because this yeah. one sucks. Um yeah. <laughs> So hopefully, anyway, guys, you don't own many of these players anymore. And if you, did, you know what, sadly, I had to start good. way too many of these guys this week because bye weeks and injuries have just destroyed. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't even the bye weeks, really, man. Injuries have just destroyed my teams. Uh, I have too many shares of Keenan Allen. Uh, and obviously, I drafted Allen Robinson all over the place, and I just like don't even want to start him anymore. So I'm just like, yeah, screw it. Darnell Mooney, throw him in. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's all about the same at this point. Anyway, um, so tonight we are going to go through our typical rankings review, our injuries, and then we're going to be getting into some of the bi-week replacements that you guys should be looking at for not just this week, but the week after um, and maybe even beyond. Um, so yeah. it's 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 hard to look too far in advance for bi-week replacements because injuries are going to happen um, and things like that. So, you know, it. Hard to look like week nine at this point. Even week eight is sort of iffy, but we can look at week six and seven and kind of plan for those weeks. We got a few teams on buys uh, coming up here, so we're going to look at some lower owned, uh, lower rostered players here and and see who we can kind of pick up and maybe start this week or stash and and you know maybe play next week. Um, but first, guys, I uh, want to ask you to hit that subscribe button, that like button, hit, leave those comments, leave those reviews. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, also. Memberships are still available on fantasy6pack.net. Get on on that. Uh, we've got lots of really great discussion on our Discord channel, which comes with the membership. I just had my AMA today for week six. We've got a betting AMA tomorrow and then, or no, Saturday. And then we've got a DFS AMA on Sunday morning. So uh, Preston's going to be doing that the DFS one on Sunday, Mark's going to be doing the one for betting this weekend. And then I believe like Dave Eddie's going to jump in and do some DFS ones. We've got Aaron uh, also jumping in doing some betting stuff as well. So we've got a bunch of guys rolling here, giving you guys all the information you need to win your leagues, win money. That's what it's all about guys. Right. And our memberships aren't expensive. So uh, you can make it up easily. If you take some of these guys advice, um, 
But that said, man, let's get into our beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right, AJ. Uh, you're muted, but let us know what you got. Oh, well, that sucks. I was just singing uh, money, 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 money. <laughs> I oh, saw you moving your lips, and I was really like, weird. I can't hear <laughs> so it's you. Like, I can't oh, hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. Um, I, myself, am for right now, starting with the Sierra Nevada Liquid Hoppiness IPA, Juicy IPA. Uh, it's a 7%er, not, not too crazy heavy. Um, but this this really wasn't even the one I wanted to promote this week, but I'll save that other one for next week because I just didn't feel like going to get it. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty standard, juicy IPA, hazy-ish. Yeah, I think I've had those before. They're pretty good. Um, so I am drinking a Commonwealth Brewing Company. Nice. I'm trying to find it here on Untapped. Cause this beer is super full. So like, I can't move it to like, hold it up to the can. It's like literally like spilling out of the top. It's crazy how full this is. Why don't you try to drink some of it then? Rookie biatch. Yeah. I was trying to take the first sip on air, but that's all right. I'll just do it now. Um, You're still on air. I know, but like, you know, after I describe it and usually do my own thing. uh, So this one is called this thing. This one is called even taste it. Bet. Uh, which goes in line with what I was talking about on our Discord. Get in on the betting action, guys. Yeah, DFS and, and just gambling in general. Um, there we go. It's fun. There we, go. Uh, we like to win you money. So come bet with us. And uh, this is a triple IPA, but I believe uh, – actually, no, that's a 10 percent. Oh, really? I, I thought it was one of those like 9.2 triples, which was like, mm, it's weak. Uh, but this is the 10, so we got the double digits. Um, it's got Citra, Amarillo, El Dorado, uh, and then malt oats and wheat, and you can definitely taste like the oats in it, man. It's 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 heavy on the oats, uh, which I usually don't like, but uh, I do give this one a three and three quarters. I think the oats does bring it down just slightly for me because it's a little like a little thick because of it. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's still pretty solid. I I enjoy it. So yeah, I mean, cheers. Uh, John John Oats is usually the one that that tends to bring down hollow notes, but uh, <laughs> or so people say. But I mean. There's uh there's no denying that mustache. I'll tell you that much. All right. So we <laughs> will get going that. here and let's start <laughs> off with our bi-week fill-in. So I'm gonna start it off here just just to introduce it, AJ. Um, and then you can yeah, kind of cruise through the rest of it. But so bi-weeks for week six. Obviously, we're we're, we're without Detroit, Houston, Vegas, and Tennessee. And then next week will be Buffalo. This is the biggie, man. Buffalo, the Rams. Although we thought the Rams was the biggie. Outside of Cup, man, like I don't think anybody cares now. Um, Minnesota, that's a pretty big one. To, uh, and then Philly, that's another big one. So week seven is way worse than week six. But week six is no walk in the park either, man. A lot of good running backs are out this week. And with all the injuries and everything else piling up on the running back position right now. Oof. Let's just yeah. say I had to start Brian Robinson in one league and – well, we know how that's going. I was so, gonna say, we know how that's going so if, far. If you if you Don't haven't dropped me. Allen Robinson already, you know you're marking your calendars for week uh, seven for that Rams buy. Oh yeah, uh, I only had I only held on to Allen Robinson this week in like two leagues because literally by weeks I had no choice. I was like, well, I looked at the wire and was like, 
uh, I'm just going to hold on to Al Robinson. <laughs> yeah. No point. So, all right, AJ, roll through here and uh, give us a list quickly on the players that we will be missing. And then all right. Some all right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll start with the week six. Um, week six by teams, as you said, Detroit, Houston, uh, Raiders, and Tennessee. I mean, it's okay. It's uh, It's like an interesting mix of teams you know um and, and i will i will self-promote here a little bit i wanted to get this out earlier shocker i'm a little behind <laughs> but the injuries were kind of screwing me up a little bit because of stuff that i was trying to write and everybody kept getting injured so uh i will be putting out an article on uh on the fantasy six pack website here it will be uh a series of articles actually this First one is just going to hit on this week six and week seven um, losses that we're looking at uh, and then talk about some of these replacement players. So, yeah, the guys that we're losing here, um, quarterbacks eh, kind of kind of run of the mill. Uh, I mean, not not too many big names here. Um, I feel like Derek Carr is probably the most valuable at this point but jared goff's been playing well uh you're you're going to be losing him you got uh davis mills has been up and down and Tannehill's been kind of up and down too um but you know the way that i looked at it in in the article or for the article was really that to me these guys are kind of already replacement level so not too terrible of a of a loss to to have to fill in or Hopefully, if you're in a one quarterback league, you probably already have somebody either on your roster that you're looking at streamable um, that you could use for these guys. Um, so then uh, week seven, though, that's eh, that's a little different. That's a little different story with the teams we're looking at there for quarterback. Uh, much bigger names and uh, a lot of pain coming to a lot of teams here with with Jared Allen. Um, you got Stafford, which meh, okay. Josh Cousins, Allen. you know, or Josh Allen. Sorry, well, <laughs> Jared Allen. Allen. I was like, that. Doesn't I got sound you. I got you. Right when it came out, I was it like, happens. He was defense, I think. Yeah, but Minnesota still all the same. So, uh, former. We got Cousins, who's again kind of a, a, a late pick and and whatnot. But then we have my boy Jalen Hurts. Um, that hurts uh, that it's it's you're going to be losing him. So keep an eye on that one running backs. On the other hand, now this is, this is where it gets a little, a uh, little more interesting. Um, and again, we, we could just talk about the loss of the Detroit players, but you know, you, you've had Deandre Swift out for a couple weeks as it is already. Yeah. Um, you got Jay Williams, has been solid, you know, even with Swift on the field, he's been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's gonna ding some people. You got Damian Pierce and uh Burkhead for Houston, you got Josh Jacobs, um, with the Rams or I'm sorry, the Raiders, and then the big one, Derrick Henry. So that's definitely gonna swing some matchups, possibly. Um, week seven again you got buffalo so you're looking at uh singleton you got rams with henderson and and i guess acres um you know is that Josh Singletary? Punk or 
What's that? Is that Singletary? Singletary. What did I say? Singleton. Singleton. God, what the fuck am I doing today? <laughs> I should I take over? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can start typing though if you want for the rest of them before I just randomly mistype more names. Uh Henderson and Akers, like I said. Um again, Minnesota, big time here with with uh Cook and Madison. And then Eagles, you got Miles Sanders and company. Um, you know, Boston Scott's missed a little bit of time. Gainwell uh has been okay here and there, but I mean this is really Miles Sanders backfield, so him coming out is is a little bit of a a little bit of a dinger. Um, wide receivers again. You're looking at Detroit. Uh, you got Amon Ross St. Brown um, and Josh Reynolds has been uh, surprisingly really good. DJ Chark has already missed some time, um, two games I believe, and uh, Amon Ra missed uh, week five or I'm sorry week four. Uh, he did play last week though. Uh, Brandon Cooks and uh, your boy Joe, Nico Collins, Bobby Trees. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's been meh. Uh, but again, first round pick here, you know, late first round, early second in Devontae Adams. And then uh, later pick with Renfro. So those guys are definitely kind of climbing up the ladder. And the big thing here, too, is that you're looking at you're looking at the positions with fantasy. Okay. If you're in a one quarterback league, not that hard to find a fill in running backs still standard at two. But if you might have a couple of these guys on one team, you're hurting. Uh, I know I am on in a couple of leagues. I've got Williams and Henry out in one league. Uh, Mike, I think that's our, uh, our dynasty six pack league that you're playing me this week. So lucky for you. I see. I'm not in the dynasty league with you. I said Mike. Oh, is your name, oh, oh, is your name Mike? He sorry. he did say Mike. Sorry, James. I, is your I name Mike? Video. Can is is that what he it is? He was oh, mistyping it. Everything else, but he did yeah, pronounce it right. Shit, it but I did get that one right. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So, all right. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, tight ends, you're looking at, uh, or I'm sorry, receivers week seven. Obviously, we we know all these names. Again, Buffalo, Rams, Minnesota, Philly. You got A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. You got Diggs, uh, Gabe Davis, McKenzie, uh, Rams. Cup. Cooper Cup. Obviously. And then <laughs> um, after that, I don't and, know. Eh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, we would have thought Allen Robinson, but maybe not. And then Minnesota, yeah. obviously, Justin Jefferson and yeah. uh, Thielen. Yep. Um, big. I mean, big ones there. So big, big, big week in week seven here. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's, we're going to, we're going to just kind of ease you into this bye week thing with, with these teams for week six. And then we're just going to turn you around and have our way with you any way we want in week seven uh, and take all of your fun. So tight ends again, not too much this week other than Hawk and Waller. Um, OJ Howard swing. Yeah. We don't care about the rest. (laughs) Uh, Week seven though. Again, you got Knox, Higby, Irv Smith and Dallas Goddard. So that's the rundown of who you're losing over these next two weeks. Um, Lots of big names. I mean, what are what are your initial thoughts there, Joe? 
I mean, obviously, like I said, this week the the big loss here is, I mean, the the biggest loss is on the running back side. With, yeah. with I mean, Switch was already out, but Jamal Williams was playing really well. Damian Pierce, Jacobs, and Henry; those are beast running backs. Next week, the yeah. running backs aren't quite as impactful. Miles Sanders has been playing much better. Dalvin Cook obviously is a big loss with Singletary and Henny and Acres. Like, eh, I'm not really worried about them. Like, they're replaceable very easily, in my opinion. Um. Uh, the the quarterbacks this week you don't really care about. Next week they're much more impactful. Hurts and Allen, obviously the two biggest one. Cousins has been yeah. very usable. He's been yeah, um, he's, he's definitely rostered and uh, and usable. Yeah, and then uh, as far as receivers this week, Amon Ross St. Brown, but like he's been on and off the field himself. So like whatever, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is the biggest name this week as far as receivers. Next week though, the receivers are much more impactful again, like the receivers or like the running backs. Um, and then the, you know the tight ends are the tight ends. I mean like it, you know Higby's been okay. He's been a target machine. Goddard's been good. Um, but really nobody that you're going like, oh my gosh, like if I miss this tight end, I'm going to lose the week. Like it's no Kelsey. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty much yeah. the only tight end we're going like, oh man, if we lose him, we lose. Um, honestly, outside of him, like it doesn't really matter. Um, so let's get into the replacements, AJ. So you listed some guys here. Uh, I might chime in with a couple as I'm looking here, but uh, start off with your list for week six and seven and uh, give us the like kind of the, not just who, who it is, but like kind of who they're playing and why you think they should be there. Like, you know, we got a lot of names here, so we got to go quick, but uh, yeah, try to, try to get through it. Okay. So um, really what I'm looking at for, for quarterback and there was a couple names out there. I, I almost actually threw Stafford out there. Obviously he's still a pretty high ownership and he's been kind of garbage, but that ownership's coming down. But again, this, this would be a one week fill in. Um, for this week specifically. Um, and it's not really that great. Uh, so, so real quick. So we're using Yahoo roster percentage, on, uh, roster percentages. And um, so, yeah, if we're looking at that right now, we're looking at Stafford still at 83. So we're probably not out there in a lot of leagues. You know, I've dropped no. him in, in a couple of leagues where, yeah. you know, He's on my team. I'm just like, screw it. I'll use the backup. Stafford's been miserable. So exactly. Um, it's, it's almost not really worth taking the, the, the leap. If he happens to be out there um, for you this week, granted again, the matchup is, uh, is a little juicy, but eh, move on. So really the guys I'm looking at here is, uh, is Jimmy G and then uh, Danny dimes are like the two, that were pretty close to each other as far as, as ownership. Um, at least when I started looking at this, I was using fantasy pros. So um, it's, I mean, Jimmy G's back, obviously, you know, Lance is out. This is more of a long-term thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's really going to be just a, a one to two week fill in. I, I think he's, He's primed to have a decent year um, overall. So, hey, Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's, he's serviceable. His upside. I mean, you know what you get from him. It's safe play. It's 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 kind of like mediocre floor, 
but very yeah. low ceiling. He's going to have a couple games where, you know, like Debo's going to bust off and like have an 80 yard crazy ass run like he does, you know, running ca- or catch and run. Outside of those, man, like Jimmy G just doesn't do it. Um, so I, I do like him as like a streamable guy. I mean, he gets Atlanta and KC in back to back weeks here. Yeah. The one thing you got to worry about the Atlanta game is, right, they might be up, right? And so then when they do that, all they do is run. Um, yeah. And that's, how, and that's how they play because they're good at it. <laughs> but against Kansas City, they're going to, I think they're going to eventually have to start passing. You know, they're going to try to run early because they want to keep Kansas City off the field, but there's only so much you can do with with Pat Mahomes and company <laughs> to stop them. So, well, exactly. Uh, I mean, we saw that last, uh, you know, the other day, other night. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a great game. Um, you know, and Carr, who obviously are missing this week, came out firing. They, they, they knew that they had to. And then all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey was like, yeah, no, we're, no, not happening. So, uh, the Giants, though, like I said, we got Jimmy G or, God. I am off tonight. Sorry. Uh, this, is what, this is what happens when I miss a week. Um, Mike, just just take over. Uh, take the week, Jesus. Um, Danny Dimes. Um, hashtag sort of suck at Keith. I, I, I mean, there's going to be a lot of at this point. I'm going to mention so. on that one a little bit sucks, but uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does indeed. But uh, I mean, they got Jacksonville this week. Uh, I'm sorry, Baltimore this week. Who is they get Baltimore? plenty good at uh giving up points fantasy wise to to opposing quarterbacks fourth worst against quarterbacks yeah. not good so yeah uh and jacksonville would be, be next be week scared. yeah um jacksonville's you know, better i mean way better <laughs> they are um they also haven't played as many good teams but they're you know true it's, it's, but yeah, it's, it's no, that, that is a perfect streamer right there. Twenty-seven percent roster yeah. uh, percentage there. Um, he's a guy that I mean probably should be picked up in in most leagues, especially with with some of these bye week. You know, if you if you've got a Josh Allen this week, um, you need you probably need to go get Daniel Jones now. Um, yeah, or somebody like or you know what you know what even could be crazy. You could take a take a. Uh, a risk here and go after like a, uh, um, like a Jameis Winston, maybe who's been dropped and just hope he comes back from injury. Right. Yeah, yeah. By, by next week. Cause next week they get one, two, three, four, five. So this week they get Cincy and then week seven, man, they get Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. I mean, that's, that's a tasty matchup for sure. Right. So you, it, you like that it one. Is, yeah. I mean, basically the Eagles pretty much, went through hurts in that game. And that, I mean, it was a low scoring close game. Um, you know, Arizona's defense isn't necessarily terrible, but they can be beat. And, and Winston's a, a great example of somebody who could beat them pretty easily. I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's a solid option. Now uh, going back with dimes, you know, he's got a buy on week nine. So you're, you're looking at these next three games really for him with the Baltimore Jacksonville and then at Seattle. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, you have to hope that, you know, if you've got one of these, one of these quarterbacks that's off the next couple of weeks that, yeah, especially if it's like a Jalen hurts or a Josh Allen, I mean, you don't care after the, that, that by week you're plugging in, you're plugging back in hurts and Allen. So it doesn't matter what that nine, you know, week nine is. And we haven't looked at who's out week nine. Cause again, like we said earlier, it's yeah. hard to kind of go, 
you know, and, and, and three weeks in advance because you just don't know what's going to happen, right? I mean, yeah. like, you know, I mean, that's that's part of the uh, the reason behind my you know wanting to make this this article more of a series because I, I'm not going to be able to predict injuries, and depending yeah. on who I talk about on the show, maybe, but yeah. um, hopefully, none of these guys we're highlighting end up in that bucket. So um, let's jump into running backs here. And I see yeah. you've got a few names. You've got Brian Robinson who's playing tonight. And yeah, clearly he, nobody's doing anything tonight. So we'll, I, I yeah. had him listed more as a, as a stash play because he's, he was, he back does back need to be stashed. He's, he's played. Um, he's, he's obviously playing tonight. Uh, I think he's gonna get the majority of the work in this all. Hundred percent. I mean, it, there's no way that he won't. Um, and I wrote unless- that in my targets and trends piece uh, that went out this past Tuesday. I moved it up from Thursdays to Tuesdays because it's got a lot of valuable data in it that's good for waiver wire. And so I realized yeah. that and moved it up a couple of days for everybody to use. And I and I highlighted this Washington Commanders team and said that you know, look, if Ryan Robinson's out there, you got to go get him. The production may not be there right away, but I mean, the volume is going to be there. They've already come out and said that they want to give Antonio Gibson like kickoff return duties again. And we're seeing it right away. Yeah. Already tonight, nine carries for Robinson, one for Gibson. Yeah. I mean, the, game over the, for Gibson. You had yeah. to get rid of him after like week two. The, if best, you didn't, uh, stuck with him. the best thing about this, like I said, he's uh, when the site that I was looking at, he was at 50. 54.3. I'm not sure what the Yahoo has him at, but um, I mean, he's creeping up, so you're you're running out of time to go and grab and 62 a on Yahoo right now, apparently. Okay, so he's um, even, so even it, higher yeah, it's, there. It's it's not it's not going to be easy to get him anymore, but uh, <clears throat> again, yeah, he's a, he's a huge stash guy, obviously. I love your next guy here, and I've got him pretty highly ranked this week because of the probable injury to yep. James Conner that's going to keep him out. And that's Eno Benjamin. Um, what, do, what do we think of there, man? Oh, I, Eno's awesome. Um, yeah, actually, he's 56% on Yahoo. So uh, he's, that he's creeping gone, up too. I skyrocketed yeah. since you wrote these notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think uh, I actually was going to look for him after I wrote these notes. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll still have a shot. And every league, I'm like, hmm. Nope, he's gone. I went out and got him. Like everybody was going after. Obviously, you know, Kenneth Walker was the guy to get. Yeah. He was gone in every single league. But people were going after like DJ Dallas, and I was like, I'll take in. I'll take Eno Benjamin. James yeah. Conner ain't playing this week, guys. No, um, almost and, and, almost zero percent chance he plays. I feel like so. Eno yeah. Benjamin is going to be awesome. <laughs> I oh, hope. He is. I mean, he's he's already been getting a lot more work as it is. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and because of Connor, I mean, we know that he's he's got some injury history behind him. Um, you know, and Arizona doesn't have a deep backfield as it is. So this was the guy to go after. Um, I mean, he had 30% of the rushing attempts last week. Yeah, well, I mean, Connor went out. Share. So. Yeah, so it's it was creeping up because of Connor going out, but... They get Seattle and New Orleans, and Seattle's got the fifth worst defense. That's just like a kind of a standard scoring here. Uh, I don't know. I'll switch it to. Well, 
Yeah. So yeah, fifth and, worst, and then New Orleans. New Orleans is good, so that's going to be a tough, good against a Ron, tough one. Yeah. And there's no guarantee that Connor isn't back by week seven, so this might be a one week fill in. But hey, it's a hell of a fill in, honestly. With all of these guys, though. with all of these guys out this week <clears throat> with buys and injuries, you know Benjamin's money. Yeah. I mean, his, uh, you know, and the other thing that I was really trying to highlight with these running backs was that their bye weeks are late. So, you know, with Robinson, he's week 14. Um, so there's a lot of travel in that. Um, Eno is week 13. So, again, you know, he may not have as much of a of a shot here, but if you did grab him this week um, or are able to get him now, I don't know if I'd necessarily drop him right away after, you know, Connor comes back. He could be, he could be like desperation flex. Yeah. As long as Connor is, is if Connor is healthy, um, I want to get your take. I know you got Latavius Murray written down here. And, that, and to me, that's, kind of that's Coleman. That's, I like whatever. because um, he saw a lot of work last week, even though that is Wilson's backfield. That's a good one. I want to get your quick take on Rashad White, who's actually only mm. 34% rostered in Yahoo leagues. And their upcoming schedule is very nice. Yes. Pittsburgh, Carolina, and then Baltimore. Now, it's a little bit tougher for running backs. But still, man, he's been getting some run, um, yeah. especially in the passing game. What Do you like Rashad White as, I, as a I potential do. pickup here? Yeah, and Murray was more of just like a security blanket for Gordon owners. Um, Coleman, I agree, it's it's Wilson's backfield, but he's familiar with the offense, so and, don't be and surprised. Look, they they if he does start third week in a row, and when you do that, you have to bring him up from the practice squad yeah. permanently and sign him. So they obviously like the guy enough to do that. I know Tyrion Davis Price is supposed to be returning from injury this week, but. They obviously like Coleman enough to bring up him from the practice squad for the third week in a row. So yeah. I think there's going to be something there. Um, yeah, you know, but back it's, to it's the dark throw again with these guys, but that's potential. But Rashad yeah. Wade, I, I thought was very intriguing to see the roster. White's, White's uh, I, I really like the ownership where it is right now. I mean, you could even possibly wait a week. Um, I don't think I would because yeah. of the matchups that he's got coming up. Um, he's not available in any of my leagues. Yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's been taken in most of mine too. Um, but he was another guy that I was kind of looking at and, and going back and forth on. Um, and he gets Seattle in week 10. Uh, he, he, we don't know what's going to happen with Fournette. I mean, it's still a Tom Brady led offense. I'm not giving up on Tampa Bay yet. Uh, and these receivers have been banged up all year. So, Who's to say that that trend's not going to continue and and TB12 is going to have to start relying more on these backs? It 100%. just opens up more opportunity for them. Yeah, no, and, and they clearly want to get White involved. They 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 were saying that for weeks, and they finally did it, and they started working. Um, they can't run Fournette into the ground. I mean, this is a playoff no. hopeful team, a Super Bowl contending team, so they need to keep Fournette fresh, and I think they know that. And the only way yeah. to do it is to get white involved and it's working. So uh, yeah, I agree receivers here. So um, I'm just going to rip through this and you give your opinion to you know, kind of just okay. lead it through here and get, get this moving yeah. along a little bit. So Michael Gallup uh, is the top of your list here as a, 
as a flyer pickup here uh, or a replacement pickup here. And, I, and I'm actually shocked. I know you were using uh, ESPN roster percentages at first, uh, but Yahoo has him at 50 also. Yeah. I, I just Guys, think no. People like, got on board with this. Go get him. I mean, A, his main quarterback is still Dak Prescott, who in theory should be better than Cooper Rush, but Cooper Rush has played pretty damn well. I mean, he's, Dallas is four and one. Um, Dak's close. I, I don't, he's not going to play this week, but he should be I don't back think next he's going to play this week, and, and no. I'm okay with that. But um, yeah, I mean, Gallup, I went and grabbed Gallup early and just stashed him on the IR. And now that he's off, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I might actually play you this week. Um, I probably won't this week, but yeah, he I guess definitely like somebody. Tough, but week seven, Detroit. Yeah, no, well, I, mean, <laughs> I say that, but then again, you know, uh, Darius Slay is a little banged up. Um, I mean, Philly's Philly's secondary is is kind of banged up right now. They're just they're just not where they were a couple weeks ago. Um, so hopefully that changes, um, and they keep rolling. But definitely like Gallup. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie is your next one. And I, I have to believe this roster percentage number is where it is because of the injuries. Yeah. Um, but it's at 48, but breaking news. We have a touchdown. <gasps> Who was it? Is that Equinemius? Dante Pettis. Round? Dante Pettis. Oh, that might not be a touchdown. <laughs> They're reviewing it. Pettis. One of several uh, retread ooh. receivers in Chicago. It's be close. That's getting reviewed big time. Oh, look, they're lining up, but the 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 refs are standing in the middle. I, that was close, man. I don't know. All right, let, let's talk about Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, so this week they get Buffalo, and then next week they get San Fran. So that's a little rough. But then they're all by. But dude, with so many injuries to so many receivers this week. We've got a few on by. Oh, touchdown official. All right, there we go. Um, this game, if I can just get any pieces of this game, Buffalo in Kansas City, I want it. Give me, yeah. give me, give me. My God, this game is just dripping with fantasy it's, gold, dude. Like, It's going to be ridiculous. The, owner, the ownership on DFS for this game alone is going to be huge. Yeah, so. it's going to be crazy. So, yeah, McKenzie is a guy that, that I think should be we'll, – we'll probably start getting picked up here. Now you've got a couple guys here later on, right? You've got Kadarius Tony, Josh Palmer. you got Richie James Jr. Eh, I'm kind of I'm kind of souring on him yeah. a little bit. Uh, I, I actually like uh, Darius Slayton way better all of a sudden. I talked about him in, in the uh, – and he's only 2% rostered right now. Um, yeah, he saw a massive there. target share in London. And I mean, who knows what to think with this Giants receiving core, but you know, Slayton is a guy who has filled that Shepard role before. He's so for him to do it again for years, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He, he's got a comfort level with this, this offense. Um, you know, the players, at least obviously the offenses, uh, scheme is different this year, mm-hmm. but you can't argue with that target share. Um, and it's the first week Shepard was out. So I, I definitely like as soon as Shepard went out, like the first yeah. week he only saw like a couple targets. Um, but yeah, this week it was like seven yeah. and everybody else had like two. 
So like, I clearly like he's just him still in that role right there. I, I love I love picking up a Darius Slayton there. Uh, I think he could be you know pretty pretty interesting. I'm looking at their schedule now, and they get Giants. Baltimore. We know yeah. Jacksonville. Baltimore, we know. Jacksonville, so obviously, we already buy, talked about that. So. Yeah. So it's uh it's pretty it's nice, nice there for about three weeks in a, a row. Nice, uh, a nice um, opponent. So, uh, and interestingly enough, so he, here's another thing, and I know like it's weird to to mention like guys who are on buy this week, but if this week isn't killing you for buys, and maybe next week is, sometimes look ahead to see if somebody got dropped on a bye week. Like yep. I'm looking at low roster percentages for DJ Shark. Again, two games, he'll have missed the bye week. That might be all he needs to get back on the field. Um, right. The exactly. Big thing, the big thing yeah. with Detroit is that uh, Jameson Williams is potentially ready to come yeah, back to the bye. Not... Maybe, but he's he's a rookie. He's still got to get. You never know. And there's a lot of mouths to feed there that are reliable, and they have been. And again, performing. Josh Reynolds has been has been really good. Right, and to expect Jameson Williams to come in and just like dominate right away, I. I kind of find that hard to believe i think they're gonna bring him in slowly um especially coming off the injury uh but yeah i mean very very fair point there uh i'm just quickly running through the bottom of this bottom of this list here i mean like uh zacchaeus for atlanta sort of you know he's he's been been decent actually like but not i waver in scott but i mean like we're i mean we're we're grasping at straws here at this point um but yeah, I mean, those are the types of guys you, you go, you know, you want to look at here. Donovan Peoples Jones has sort of gained some traction yeah. here. That the Browns offense actually isn't nearly as bad as we thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, so and you know, they're looking again, at, like, they got New England this week, but then they're at Baltimore. Um, yeah, and then they got Cincy, who's definitely beatable. Beatable, excuse me. Uh, then they're on by. So you know, that's it's something to look at and. The nice thing with this, you know, this this looking ahead and being able to find these guys that could help you out for these next few weeks, and then they go on their buy and whatnot. You're obviously filling in for somebody that is hopefully better <laughs> than this person, um, but Julie. you know, you can easily drop these guys. At that yeah. point, and then you pick up somebody else, and yep. uh, you know, Tyquan like, Thornton is is a like a real shot in the dark. He's like a deep league guy who uh, yeah. came back from uh, injury for New England. The rookie, he is fast, very very fast, like a four point two eight fast dude. Dude's lightning. Uh, tight ends, not a whole lot here. Looking at the yeah. list here, and you've got Robert Tunyon, thirty two percent rostered. Which I get it. Uh, you know, it's just I mean, sort of whatever. I mean, the, the yeah, it's, a, it's a comfort level, I guess, for Rogers because he I, really doesn't have anything other than right that. Uh, and he hasn't been. I mean, look, it's not been bad. I mean, okay. yeah, you're, you're looking at seven points, nine points, four points. I mean, like we've seen a lot worse. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's okay. Uh, at zero, I'm getting from uh, Logan Thomas because Fantrax wouldn't let me take him out of my damn lineup earlier today. Oops. Uh, Evan Ingram is, is out there. And, uh, I mean, he has seen a large amount of targets. Uh, it was kind of a couple of down weeks. 
Uh, but last week he saw 10. Now Zay Jones kind of got shut out last week, which was weird. Um, but I mean, yeah, Evan Ingram's seen a lot of targets. A little banged up too. So yeah, um, um, we are getting. Uh, I believe we're also getting Dulich back. If not this week, uh, but uh, I mean, he's he hasn't so. played yet. But uh, I mean, that's a interesting name that a lot of people started liking near the end of the preseason. So that's uh, somebody to, to look out for. Not that we really love to bank anything on that Denver offense right now, but Hey, desperate, call, desperate times called for desperate measures. <laughs> so yeah. tight ends desperate everywhere. So it's why we all flocked to Taysom Hill. Cause we saw, we all thought, you know what? If we're going to get four points from my tight end, I might as well take the twos that I get from Hill and then get the thirties. Cause that's what he gets. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what? They're right. <laughs> and I tried and I got him in one place. I anyway. didn't even try. I had him early in the season and, and a, a couple of places. And then it was like, yeah, what am I doing? And dropped. Him. I do. <laughs> and now. <laughs> My mom actually yelled at me because she's got like she had three tight ends on her team, and I was like, "You don't need three tight ends. What are you doing? Drop Taysom Hill. You'll never start him." And then he goes off for thirty. But to be fair, she's got Zach Ertz and somebody else like half decent. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm not starting Taysom Hill over either of those guys that you have." So like, that's where you drop him. But like, I was I had Cole Komet at one point picked up Conklin, and now he's a zero with Zach Wilson. So it was like, okay. Fine, I'll take my chances with Taysom Hill. Like, all I need him to do is fall in the end zone, and he's better than half the tight ends out there. Well, more than half the tight ends, probably three quarters of the tight ends. So, yeah. like, there you go. All right, man. Uh, yeah. So that is so, it for the bye week replacement talk. Uh, you can close out with any final thoughts here you have. But um, yeah, again, I'll uh, hopefully I'll be able to get everything finalized with uh round one of the article series so we can get that out um before this week's games and then because uh, again tonight's game just doesn't really count um <laughs> and then, uh i'll revisit it you know next week even uh i'll be i'll be looking at guys because again next week is next week's gonna hurt um but at the same time it's it's gonna hurt a lot of people and hopefully the people you're playing next week are also equally getting, you know, banged as badly as you are. It's as simple as that. So I don't know. No, no, no comment on that one. I I had so many, so many, so many jokes running through my head. I just went, Nope, don't do it, Joe. Don't do it, Joe. You played speaking of your head. Let's take a quick minute to, again, promote the fantasy six pack shop. Our model here. Mr. Joe Bond wearing uh, the hat uh, of choice. There's there's multiple hats on the site, multiple shirts, any kind of swag you guys could want. Go check it out. Um, and, yeah, uh, you got you got your three quarter raglan tees. Um, I'm I'm actually they thinking about picking them. one of those up in uh, in the Kelly Green, rocking my my birds fandom uh, from the days of old, but. Yeah, check out the store. Um, do it. It's on the website. You can get there. What is it? Fantasy six net slash do it now store. Uh, or that's a good question. It's either I store think, or shop. I, I'll tell you. In I think it's store. Five. Seconds. Or no, yeah, it might be shop. You got a 50-50 shot. 
I know. I'm getting there. One of those. Uh, it is way to go for pimping it. It is store. Slash store. Ah, so there you go. All right. So let's jump into my rankings. Uh, my favorite segment where you guys get to uh, make me try to feel stupid. But yes. instead, I make you feel stupid. Right? Isn't that how it works? I don't know. Let's just do this. Not usually. It switches All off right. week to week. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so I will. Uh, I guess I'll start here and and dive in with the quarterbacks. Um, Michael Plant, producer, uh, wrote wrote these out. So uh, forgive me if I read them incorrectly or say somebody's name wrong, um, because I'm just used to doing that now, even though it might be written correctly. First up, Joe Bond. We've got. Mr. Geno Smith is the consensus QB nine. You've got him at QB eight. So obviously not a big difference there. Uh, but to have Geno Smith as QB eight in week six of a season. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody would have ever predicted that that would be the case. I mean, is, is he about to go off here versus uh, the soft ish Arizona defense uh actually finished higher than QB8 soft ish i mean you no know, it's soft um <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's he could legit you know finish top 3 in my opinion man he's he's got that kind of potential right now um i mean we've seen it the last 2 weeks 31 and 24 fantasy points against Detroit and New Orleans New Orleans is a Pretty good defense, too. Um, so against yeah. Arizona. Um, now the one thing that might make me bring him down is we did see Tyler Lockett land on the injury report today with a hamstring injury. That's not good. So no. that will make me hesitate. And I have a feeling if that happens, I'll probably dump bump him down to like QB eleven, something like that. Um, just because I mean that's a huge weapon gone, and then like you know, even Arizona can just get rid of DK, and then he's got nothing, right? Um, uh, Kenneth Walker. <laughs> hey, don't don't knock Will Disley, man. I'm not. I picked Mr. him up. Love it. Uh, but yes, I, I, I do think if everybody plays, Geno Smith is yeah. a clear QB1, which is shocking to say. <laughs> yeah. Never thought we'd hear it here, but here we are. Thanks, 2022. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this has been a very strange year. <laughs> All right, so... Let's move on here. Next, uh, next question we've got. Um, you've got Mister A. A. Ron and Mister Kirk Cousins flip flopped uh, compared to the consensus here. So you've got, uh, or sorry, consensus has Rogers QB ten and Kirk QB eleven. Are those yours? Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, that's his. That's I have his. 10, Kirk 11, so the consensus appears to be the other way around. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 10 and 11. Explain your confidence in Rogers over yourself. Kirk. Sound like me. And uh, let's just uh, yeah, explain your 
Laying y'all's hair. I mean, you're splitting hairs here when it comes to that. I mean, I know there's not a lot to go on here with the quarterbacks. They're, they're all kind of what they are. I think there's, I think everybody's fairly close to the consensus when I looked at it myself. I mean, look, it's the Jets. They're not great. So you got to hope that Rodgers can exploit that. Um, and, you know, Dobbs has been coming around. Lazard is, is actually starting to really get into, into shape here with, with him. And so you like the arrow you know, pointing up for them. Now the second half in London was just bad. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened there against the giants. They got shut out in the second half, which was just amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, man, the run game hasn't been what we thought it was going to be for green Bay. Like it just hasn't, they haven't been able, they have not been able to lean on it. So I think they're going to be forced to pass a little bit more with Rogers here um, in the, in the coming weeks until they can figure that out, hopefully. Um, and, And, you know, like, Kirk gets Miami. Uh, Miami's pass defense is not great, but uh, I mean, it's at Miami. So I guess, you know, I'll just take the home game over the away game. And that's kind of what you go. I, I mean, again, like you're, you're splitting hairs. This could flip flop by Sunday. I'll be honest. Like it, it's, it's, this yeah. is one of those decisions where it's like, sure. <laughs> yeah. I've got to put somebody at 10. I've got to put somebody at 11. I just find it too. I find it hard to believe after watching that. Yeah, over that (laughs) that abysmal second half. Would go by last name, so you don't have them alphabetically, unless you're going by first name. I just told you Aaron over Kirk. Again, I just told you that's wrong. Well, you You are not. You are wrong. Not me, Mike. Please just just take it. (laughs) Running backs. Move on. On to your running back rankings, (laughs) Jeff. We got a big jump for Ramondre Stevenson this week. Um, you're not the only one. Consensus uh, has him. Uh, where is he right now? Consensus has him right where you have him ranked at RB5. All right. Now, not shocking because of the Damian Harris injury. But the shocking part here is if you go down one running back ranking below five, man, you see our number one overall pick this year, Jonathan Taylor. Are we done with the uh, dominant RB1 we saw last year? For now? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I don't know. <laughs> it's not good, man. And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had a tough time putting Jonathan Taylor six. I also had a tough time putting him lower than six. It's one of those like, man, I want to keep going, but – you just know that game is there. You know the talent is there. He gets Jacksonville, and they're, I mean, like, they allow the eighth most points to running backs. Like, if there's any team he's going to yeah. finally do it against, it's got to be that one, right? I don't know. Uh, we Jonathan know. Taylor, I could easily make excuses why he should be top three. I could easily make excuses why he should be 15th. He's that much of a gamble right now because we just haven't seen it from him outside of what week one. Uh, yeah, yeah, week one was good. After that, it's been bad. Really, yeah. the the volume is there. That's about the only thing you can say. The volume has been there. Week one also good for Green Bay's runnings, uh, running backs. Since I know, yeah. So good point, AJ. Yeah, good Stevenson, point. by the way, Stevenson's going to eat if yeah. Harris is actually out. Now, 
Harris comes back, somehow mm. plays on this hamstring, or he's been limited practice yeah, all week. Practice, I think he's still sitting at questionable. Um, it sounds like he's gonna be out, but he just keeps limited practicing. So, like, whatever yeah, that means, I'll, I'll uh, be digging into the uh, the receiver and um, running back depth charts again uh, tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow afternoon should be getting. Yeah, I, I updated updates. the running back ones for you on like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, did not touch the receiver ones. So yeah, we got to update those. Um, yeah. So next. Running back question. This one's a doozy yeah. too. Uh, yeah, this one, this one's a fun one. But we gotta hit the uh, we gotta hit the sad stuff and we gotta hit the hard stuff. Najee Harris. Ouch! How the mighty have fallen. RB twenty one in your rankings. Um, do you not see this offense just being a little bit more competent with the the change at quarterback uh, having Kenny Pickett? Um, you know, moving forward, does it not give this you know more of a ceiling for Najee Harris? Or are you not seeing that the same way? I see a slightly more ceiling for him uh, for the entire offense. I do because uh, Trubisky was just miserable. And again, I wrote about that in the Touches and Trends article. Um, or no, actually, I wrote about that in the um, was it that or the bo- maybe both. <laughs> the boss, I wrote I probably wrote about it in both. Uh, Trubisky's bad, and I thought like if there's any hope for this offense, they had to bring in Pickett sooner than they wanted to. Um, but look, I mean, last week, granted, it was Buffalo, and they got rocked. You know, eleven rushes for twenty yards, <laughs> not good. This week to get Tampa, it's not going to be any better. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's a horrible yeah, matchup. They allow the second least number of points to opposing running backs. So like this is just not a good stretch of games for us to like really evaluate how this offense is going to look with Kenny Pickett. I mean, he's going to get Buffalo to start, Tampa, then Miami, which is slightly better, and then Philly. Philly's been rocking it. Then they get the bye week. Finally, figure some things out. Then go play New Orleans. Still not great matchups. <laughs> like it's just bad here for them. Uh, but no, man. I, I really. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I could. I could easily throw Harris down to like the twenty five, twenty six range below like Dylan and Hunt. Maybe even a James Robinson, but like he gets just enough volume to where you're like, man, if he just breaks one somehow, or can. Like- That's why I kind of put these questions kind of back to back, and I threw JT in there because you you kind of feel a little bit more confident throwing JT up there with the volume. But, but, okay, but here's the thing: is it the Taylor's offense? getting is, like double the volume? Harris is. is it? Is it okay? I, I have yeah, not he's getting it, like twenty carries. Harris is getting like eleven, fifteen. So yeah, the and Taylor, you know, I, it's it was just like the confidence. Like the offense actually. I mean, it's also that I mean, Taylor was so good last year like you have to like i think everybody knows taylor's a better running back than harris um no doubt it's just something's got to work but i don't know yeah all right receivers it's matchup too <laughs> yeah matchups matchups will uh tend to help with the rankings um I, I would think i don't know i don't rank people so receivers all right did you have trouble Ranking Mr. Gabe Davis at uh, WR15 uh, with his looking like a second cousin of Mike Williams in past seasons. <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
Yeah, Mike's question. Give him the credit. Pat that myself is, on the back. That is, that is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he, he looked like a, a game of Madden last week. It was like two catches for 160 yards and two touchdowns. It was pretty crazy. Don't even um, get me started about Devontae Adams looking like Gabe Davis, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, honestly, no, not really. Um, I, I think, uh, from what I had read and heard on the interwebs was that, you know, Gabe Davis was kind of dealing with some injuries. He was finally starting to get over those and looking like himself in practice, uh, last before last week. And then, you know, was able to catch the three, you know, three of his six targets. You would hope for a higher percentage, but I mean, you see the game breaking ability there. With him, not that I'm expecting a 98 yard touchdown pass again for him, but again, this Kansas City game is just gonna. We all think it's gonna be. We all we're all gonna be talking about this game up until Sunday, right? And then you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be 10 to 17, and we're all gonna be pissed. <laughs> we're all hoping for the repeat of like bring back Chicago and Washington. Yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, it's uh ever do that again. What's wrong with you? Um, I don't know. Did you get another field goal from where do I start from from Washington? All right, Joey Sly, go Hokies. Uh, right. I picked, but no, I do not. I, I I didn't have a whole lot of reservation ranking him at fifteen, just because of this this game. You know, the over under on this game is is crazy high, um, and. When you you know you look at his obviously the quarterback throwing the ball and all he's got to do is break one and he's gonna he's gonna make that up. True, that is true. Just just one. That's all it takes. All right. Our next guy here is uh, Mr. We can get this up there, Chris Olave. Uh, What's Ohio that? State card. It's a uh, a. Bowman University card. All right. Bowman U. Chris Olave, you have at number 19 for wide receiver right now. Um, expecting he's playing, obviously. Uh, if Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry also play, how do you see Olave Garden faring in this game <sighs> against Cincinnati? All right. So first things first, Alave is going to play. He's passed. He's gotten into like the third stage of the concussion protocol. Um, I'd be shocked if he doesn't play. Landry and Thomas are still super iffy, but let's just play the game. Uh, if they both play, yes, Alave gets knocked down a little bit, but he's still probably going to be in like the upper 20s. Thomas will go into like the low 20s to upper 30s and then Landry will probably be way back in like the 40s and maybe upper 50s. That's just my guess right now. I haven't actually done the projections thinking that they're all going to be healthy because right now I just don't think they will be. Um, but that would be my guess on it. It is is kind of where they've been falling in other weeks when they've all been healthy. Uh, now that we've kind of seen the progression of where the targets are falling um, so that would be, I still think Olave is the guy. Okay. All right. Mike, play dance. If you, if you say so, top five ranker. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> you got to wait Damn, my trophies behind me. I know. Is, is I know. that a dig? <laughs> it's a dig and a compliment all in one. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll I'm going to Rochambeau you, but allow you <laughs> to go I, first. He said it like, how do we? I almost wanted to be like, how? wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're. <laughs> Thank <right>? you. <laughs> like, I was mad, but. Then I just, I realized I I'm just here it. to make you laugh. All right, so we got a question real quick. So now that we're uh, falling off the rails here, Showtime XIX, would you do Aaron Jones for Brees Hall? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Do it. Do it. I would. <laughs> I, would I would do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's an easy one. Brees Hall is a. He is. He's everything we thought he would be. And uh, we we know Jones is is dealing with you know obviously the the split backfield. Uh, he's looked good, but he's just not seeing. He's not going to see the work that that Hall is going to see. So true. Do that one. Good luck with that. All right, last question here. Tight ends. All right. So with David Njoku as your tight end seven, he is probably, you know, one of the safest players to play from the Browns besides, you know, Nick Chubb and arguably Kareem Hunt. I mean, you have Amari Cooper's inconsistency. You know you know that. Uh, um, he's getting he's way better than I thought he would be, though. Yeah. This is like the most consistent year he's had. Three out of five games not, so far. And it's still not consistent. <laughs> but it's three out of five games. He's been phenomenal, and that's better than he's almost ever done. That, that's fair, but it, he, I think he hit his limit. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's usually three. Yeah, like, oh, oh, cool. I've like, three games. I've earned my I'm contract. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you I mean, Kareem, me, Hunt's, bar. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem Hunt's issue is really, he just can't score right now. It's Nick Chubb reaping the benefits here. So, I yes. mean, my, my question here is, is Ninjoku and Chubb probably the safest Browns to play moving forward? With the I tight mean, end landscape being the yeah, way. Yeah, given goes. given you know, given what's going on with tight ends, sure. I mean we're um, I mean we're thinking about starting Taysom Hill this week. Come on. I mean, yeah. Um I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, given given the tight end landscape, that that's I I can do that. I, I would probably still and I hate saying this, but I would I would probably still put Cooper as slightly safer than Njoku just because it's still a tight end. Um, I'm recording at that. least <laughs> at least Cooper's seeing, you know, a fairly healthy number of targets. I mean we're seeing six, ten, eleven, then four. That was a weird one. Because a land of all teams. And then twelve. So like we're seeing him just being peppered with targets. So like that's that makes him safer in my book than Najoku. Um but as far as tight ends go, yeah, he's probably safer among, you know, within his position. Sure, I'll go with that. Haha, you fell right into my trap. I got you to say something nice about Amari Cooper. <laughs> hey, I've got to believe at least a little bit he's still on one of my teams. <laughs> Did you ever think you would say something nice about Amari Cooper? <laughs> no. And this is two days in a row I've been asked about Amari How Cooper, and I hate it. Um, I was on the Fantasy oh. Pros podcast yesterday, and they they asked me about Amari Cooper, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> Damn you all. You guys, you guys punking me? With, with, 
I was like, do you guys know? Where's Ashton Kutcher? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. All right, let's finish things off here with the injuries, and uh, I will lead the way here with the quarterback position, AJ. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, I doubt he starts this week. He is practicing, um, but they've already kind of said they're they're expecting Cooper Rush to start this week, so not not expecting a, a... a return for him. Um, we've got Jameis Winston questionable with the back and knee, um, not neck and back. Yeah. Just back and no Friday business. Um, didn't I practice say Baker Mayfield? He's out probably for a little while with the ankle. Russ Wilson uh, dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, they've they've kind of come out lately and said that he is, you know, he's been dealing with this for a little bit. I guess they're giving him some rest. I guess I think they gave him an injection too to hopefully, you know, they're saying he's starting to feel better every day, but I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make excuses for how bad he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones still dealing with that ankle injury. He looked good despite the ankle in London, man. Uh, So there you go. But they were running a lot of like wildcat business. So um, that's, that's going to be interesting. And then in Miami, we're dealing with no Tua still. And uh, Bridgewater might be active, but they've already said he will be the backup, even if he is active, because I think they're still just playing it safe with him. So we got a Skylar Thompson. Woo! I have his card here, too, actually. <laughs> Do you really? I had no yeah. idea who this dude was. <laughs> what college did he go to? He walked into the game this past week, and I was like, up. who oh. the hell is Skylar Thompson? <laughs> He's the preseason lie. hero. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. All right. Um, yes. While I'm looking. All right. So running backs, we've got maybe we've got Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he did return to practice, but he's still dealing with the ankle injury. Um, so keep an eye on that. We got uh, Naheem Hines, his teammate, which really effed me last week. I uh, oh played like only the other one play or something and then got concussed. Um, he was a limited participant. Uh, so he's questionable. James Connor, we already talked about doubtful. Um, probably not going to play dealing with ribs. We got Mr. Melvin Gordon in Denver's questionable. I'm a neck. I'm a ribs uh, limited participant. And then we've got Raheem Mustard. In Miami is questionable with a knee. He was a limited practice. Also touched on uh, Damian Harris, questionable with the hammy. And Saquon Barkley is questionable with a shoulder. What uh, what do you think about that one? I mean, sounds like he's going to play. I mean, he, he got knocked out of the game um, for a period of time last week and then came back in. So I kind of think he's okay. Um, they're just giving him some rest. They, obviously, they are not winning any ball game without Saquon, so they got to get this guy. They got to keep him healthy. So limited practice does not surprise me one bit. Yeah, yeah, that's so, uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. If he does not play, that would not be yeah good. Uh, so uh, receivers, long list. Hold here. up, what, what, what? We got the Bowman first. Shabbat. Kansas State. Skyler taps right. Um, yes, yes, that right. is. He was a major in the management. No, that's Kansas. 
Kansas, Kansas State, State is the Wildcats. Wild yes. Wildcats. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Where what, wide receiver? What, what we're here for? Rashad Bateman, <laughs> questionable with a foot, didn't practice. I wouldn't bet on him playing again. So fire up those Devin Duvernay shares. He looked good, by the way. Yes. Uh, I'd say McKenzie, concussion, limited practice. He looks like he's going to be ready to roll. Uh, T. Higgins, who also screwed up, screwed a lot of people last week. My goodness. Uh, yeah, because he was the late the game. Started the game and played like a quarter, didn't do anything, and then was just like, I'm out. Uh, so that sucked. So keep an eye on that one. Even if he does play, man, like, I mean, I guess, I guess you got to start him, but it's just one of those, like, man, you don't feel good doing it. Uh, no. Zay Jones, uh, Jacksonville, questionable with an ankle, limited practice. Keenan Allen. Now, this is an interesting one. And, AJ, I want to ask you about this. Keenan Allen, hamstring, got a limited practice in for a second day in a row. He's been sort of on the side a lot the last couple of weeks. I've been saying he's been close, but never really got there. They play Monday. What do you do with Keenan Allen if he is still questionable Sunday morning at 12 o'clock? I think I'm benching him. If I have a better option that I know is playing and that can put points up, I mean, he's such a great option, though. It's it's difficult, and maybe that that was their plan all along with the, the later game um but i, I personally think hard. he's gonna play it's hard for me but that's i'm not a doctor i don't i'll be honest i don't have very good options behind him if i sit him and i play the option behind him we're talking like a rob level replacement so i'm just gonna roll the dice I think it's worth the roll of the dice because you, if you look at it from how they've handled the situation so far, he has not practiced at all. And now he is actually showing a limited practice. Yeah. So that is a very positive sign. Two days straight. I mean, you still have tomorrow. You still have Saturday to take a look at how this is going. Um, See how it goes. So, yeah. By the way, Brian Robinson. Touchdown. Really? Holy crap. What a comeback story, guys. That is amazing, by the way. Uh, that happened about five minutes ago. So sorry I missed it. I wasn't watching the game. I was trying to get through this, but I uh, looked over and was like, oh, it's 12 7. Who scored? Brian Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, here. So Cooper Cup is f- with a foot injury, limited practice. That's probably more just rest than anything, but definitely something to keep an eye on. We talked about Thomas, Alave, and Landry already, so I'll skip that. Wandale Robinson and Kadarius Tony questionable with a knee and hamstring, limited practice each. Again, take it with what you will. Uh, don't love either one. Uh, we talked about Tyler Lockett. That's concerning because it was today, so we got to see if he can bounce back tomorrow, that being Friday tomorrow. And then, obviously, all the temporary receivers outside of Mike Evans, Godwin, Jones, and Gage, all questionable, limited practices. You're just going to have to wait and see with these guys. That's really what it always comes down to with them. My guess would be Godwin plays, Jones, and Gage. Jones, probably not. Gage is a soup, is a, is a maybe. Yeah. So, two Brian Robinsons. Not just one. All right. But two, including a Bowman first. 
Make them bank. Maybe. I don't know. These are just regular cards. They're not like anything special. So we'll see. Uh, all right. Up Tight ends. We've got Kyle Pitts uh, is dealing with hamstring. Limited practice. Should play this week, uh, but keep an eye on him. Uh, Darren Waller, we've already talked about, is out with a bye. Um, but he is questionable. He's dealing with a hamstring. Uh, Hayden Hurst, also questionable. Dealing with a groin, he was limited practice. Dawson Knox is questionable with a couple of things, a foot and a hamstring. He was limited uh, participant. Again, he's on the bye next week, so maybe they keep him out again uh, and let him sit three weeks. Um, then you got Mr. Dalton Schultz. Um, he will be in the late game Sunday night against the Birds. So he is dealing with a knee limited participant. Questionable. That's uh that's all we got. Can I can I ask you one question about the tight ends here? Um, How sure. comfortable are you starting Kyle Pitts? Mm. If he if he was on your roster and he, he returns this week. <laughs> um I'll tell you where I've got him ranked. After you answer, I I would probably start him. So I do have him at tight end eleven. Uh, I've got guys who are probably available in some leagues. I've seen Hayden Hurst get picked up this week. Obviously, we got Taysom Hill get picked up. The Joku might be out there. We got some dudes yeah. right around there's, that Kyle Pitts level. Guys. I I don't feel yeah, good I mean, about Kyle Pitts, man. I just they're they're keeping him in the block far too often. Uh, it's just it's because Mariota sucks. I, I know all the potential is there in the world for Kyle Pitts. Just don't like it, and he gets San Fran this week. No, I mean it's I'm not, not a I'm great not week, man. I can't do it. Um, if he blows up and goes top three on me, I'll eat my words. I don't care, but. It, the odds are not in his favor right now. So, yeah. All right, man. So that is it for the show. We are looking at a 12 to 7 ball game right now. Chicago's got the ball with just under four minutes to go on what could be a game winning drive for Justin Fields and company. They just got to get in the end zone again and they're going to win this game. So we'll see what happens. But the under is definitely going to hit. Uh, shocker. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, not good. All right, man. Uh, oh, let's see here. We got one question to finish things out here real quick. Carlo Amp. I traded Jacoby Myers, Devin Singletary, and Raheem Mostert for Jonathan Taylor. I'm gonna put the trade. Yeah, I'm gonna put the trade back up there. So, I'm gonna. Go with yes, it's a good trade because I still think Taylor can bounce back. Um, Singletary, I'm not worried about. Myers is just kind of a target hog. That's you know, I'm, I'm guessing you've got better receivers. Mostert is you know I, he's coming off a high week, so you, you sell you sold high on him big time. I, I don't, I don't love it because Taylor's been bad, but I 100 agree with the trade. Honestly, I really do. I yeah I I like getting Taylor over these guys. Um, I do yeah, have a, a decent chance of, on him. 
do have a decent amount you of shares. You didn't give up Myers. anybody that was, you know you were expecting to win you the league. So yeah, that, but that's what it comes the, down to. And then the other the other thing to look at here too is who are you filling in? He's got Godwin, Chase, oh. and Diggs. Yeah, holy smoke! Yeah, you you were not relying on Jacoby Myers, and and I'm gonna guess that you probably had a a better running back too than Singletary and Mostert to start the year. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I think you did well there. That's a, that's a good trade. You 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 bought in low on Jonathan Taylor big time. Oh, he's also got Michael Thomas. So yeah. You're, you're all right. I think you'll <laughs> so, be okay. Good trade, man. Good luck. Nice. And uh, that's it for yeah, the show. For Check y'all next week. Peace. The Fantasy Six Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bob and AJ Apple. Let's go!